Welcome back to another episode of Responsibly Irresponsible. It is Cliff here with KP. And Yo. today we have a very special guest, uh, Miss Patty Cannoli, otherwise known Hello. as Known Partly. Hello. Singer, songwriter, artist. And uh, she has been <laughs> nice enough to let to come onto the show and let us pick her brain. And so, uh, Patty, um, usually whenever we have an artist on or someone, whether it be visual or with instruments, whatever the case may be, uh, we always want to know kind of about like their beginning. Like how how is it that music was something that you decided you wanted to do? I feel like everybody that likes music, it always starts out when they're just a little kid. Um, so like my dad bought me a little keyboard and I just kind of sparked my interest from there. And then I was like, oh, sound is like the coolest sense. Like sound is like my favorite sense. So I just kind of kept on going from there. And I feel like that's as anybody that's really into music. It's, it usually begins that way where that's just like, like, like for like a photographer or something or, or like a painter, like while wow, this, this medium really speaks to me. So yeah, it just kind of happens. You just like notice something about music, or I just noticed something about it that made sense. And then mm-hmm. it was like offered in school, like school as choir. And so I always did that as always in choir. And then I was in choir and, and uh, college for a couple of years. Um, I started to play guitar when I was like 14 because I was like, I lived down the street from uh, these guys that were in a band and I wanted to be like, in their like social group and so I started pretending like I could play guitar but then I but then I did though and then nice that I, I won I won the day because I actually learned how to play guitar so hmm, I, wonder, awesome. I wonder if that's how most things start you kind of like fake it and then all of Honestly, a sudden make that's it. how everybody gets addicted to cigarettes <laughs> okay. wow that was a turn I, I think <laughs> Noted. I thought about that connection a lot <laughs> So with your with your background, with the saying like when you were younger, you were in the choir, um, and then in college you also were studying. Well, I don't want to say studying music, but you were participating in music, music, musical things. What was that like for you? Well, it was a study of music. It was music theory and composition, and how to read music and how to orchestrate music. Um, if I had, I mean, people that that go on for that degree, they go on to be teachers and direct. Um, choirs and orchestras and perhaps like lead small ensembles um so yeah it was definitely definitely the study of music but I wasn't I grew up in Oklahoma and I was just like I'm 17 I graduated I'm getting the hell out of Oklahoma so I just went I went to an out-of-state school and that out-of-state schools as you guys know are very a lot more expensive than in-state schools so I couldn't afford to go uh for more than a couple of semesters Mm -hmm. But also, I really wasn't that bummed out about it because um, I started to feel a little bit like it was kind of sucking the creativity out of me, like to learn, to break it down and learn it as a language as opposed to just feeling it and like learning it intuitively. Um, But now I'm like kicking myself because um, because I haven't like I've created I've gotten used to playing my own style but there's still so much about the about the language of music that I that I don't remember learning, and that it's really hard to teach myself. So I kind of wish that I could have found a way to stick it out. Hmm. But there's always the rest of my life to go back, I suppose. Yeah, why not? But on that on that note, excuse me. 
you were saying that the the environment you felt was sucking the creativity out of you. I've kind of noticed that with a lot of my uh, artistic friends, whether it be painting or whatever, that the classroom isn't always like inducive to um, using your complete imagination. Do you? I, I yeah. wonder, do you do you know why that is? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I didn't. Do you know why? Are you about to tell me why? No, I'm, I'm actually because <laughs> okay. I mean you're not the only person I've heard say that. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, why do they feel that way? Um, I mean, no, I don't think everybody feels that way. I think it just depends on what what you want to do with music. Like, um, like if you're interested in in performing, um, just in a different setting. Like, if you want to be in a rock band, or if you want to write music like more contemporary music or if you want to like get into i don't know like if you're interested in like if you try to be like a multi-instrumentalist and you're really trying to appreciate like like classic like music for, from a classical standpoint then yeah i mean school's the only way to go but i think people who are Maybe maybe it's a lot to do with people who weren't taught in that way early on, because um, a lot of the a few of the musicians I know who began learning music at a young age or began um, learning music scholastically at a young age, like having music lessons and learning how to read music from a, from a young age, they are definitely more into the conventional side of it. Well, like I'm gonna I'm gonna finish my degree so that I can be a, a music professor and so that I can like. Uh, study the history of it and like write I don't know dissertations or whatever about my theory on the theory of music hmm. um but the for tie side yeah which is just I mean it's just as necessary it's the same side it's like a different side of the same coin but um like I didn't I learned by just like watching YouTube um and learning by ear and so that's just the way that is most comfortable for me. And then the first time, like my, f- my first guitar lesson was ch- learning how to play a classical guitar in college, my freshman year of college. And I was like, what the heck are all these rules about, dude? Like, why do I have to sit this way? This is, this make any, it didn't make, it didn't make sense to me music, musically, like for the sake of musicality, as opposed to like the sake of uh, structure. I just, I didn't appreciate the structure. Um, but I, I think I was just young and I was, I, I didn't have a lot of self-discipline anyways. Uh, really, I guess that's what it comes down to is like some people are into, to the disciplinary side of art and some people just aren't. Mm-hmm. But no, I agree. Same side of the, the same coin. Yeah. I, I do I think they're that. both necessary. That's a, that's a different way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And for your, so now we got to the point now where you've, uh, you've, you've learned on your own, um, or by ear practicing you faked it till you made it till you made yeah. it i should say yeah yeah and um now where are you drawing inspiration from like who are your influences at this point in your life um i knew you're gonna ask me this like a question <laughs> like this and my on my ride home i was just like god i don't freaking feel a lot i really don't feel a lot of inspiration these days i maybe it's just because this year um has been like has just like evoked feelings in all of us that none of us like just like levels of uncomfortability that none of us even knew we were capable of capable of Mm -hmm. so i've been just like kind of like stuck in kind of stuck in that man and i would i would think like me like like thought three years ago would have been like yeah i can i can take any emotional 
uh, situation and and just feel it musically. But maybe the I, I don't know the older I'm getting, maybe um, it's more it's more difficult to draw inspiration from literally any old thing. Um, I guess now it's I, it kind of only flows whenever I'm not whenever I'm not feeling the pressures of other things. Um, hmm. And I and like that that in itself, like that lack of flow, is its own pressure. So it's like this weird, like double edged sword almost. Hmm. But hmm. Whenever, like whenever music happens for me, it always kind of happens when I when I'm not trying to make it happen. It just kind of is. It just comes out because it's there's like a an opening that blew in randomly somehow in me, and like the music just slips through. But it's rare that I don't have to try these days. Hmm. And so, with that being said, do you? Do you prefer for the music to, um, like you said, to flow out of you? I'm assuming you would prefer that. But have there been times when you've just like, you know what, today I'm going to write a song. Like no matter what, today I'm going to write a song. Yeah, there have been times. And there's still, I mean, there's like projects that um, people have asked me to work on. So I, I try, like like daily, I try, like, try to force myself to do. But it, most most days it feels like I'm forcing myself, like I'm forcing it out. But um it's crazy. It's crazy how that happens when, you know, when you're told to do something, it's like it makes it a chore, and it's like, ugh, like, uh, I okay, know. I'll, I'll do it. And from but their then, perspective, they they don't they're not like um, a woman who uh, asked me to submit a piece for um, this um, organization called the Red Tent Initiative, and she's she mean she knows that I that I'm a musical person, so she's like, can you just write a song for us? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think she realizes that it's not—I don't—that it's not always that simple for everybody to just like to just like to give them a topic and for them to just do it. Like yeah. it's for them to like, oh, okay, let me pencil this in from five thirty to eight thirty every night. I'm gonna work on this song, and then in four days it's gonna be done. I mean, maybe. I mean, sometimes it does work out that way, but sometimes, like, especially when it's like a deadline, I'm just like, oh God, this is gonna be. Shit. And but they're gonna be fine with it. However, like. Yeah. A lot of times, that's the kind of interesting thing. It's going to sound like kind of vain or not. I don't know. It's going to sound some type of way. But I've noticed that people who aren't musicians per se, um, they don't really notice when when music is bad. So like, <laughs> like whenever I'm playing music and I'm like not feeling it and it's like I'm just like over it and I'm not into it, people can't tell. They can't tell that that what I'm doing I'm not proud of. Hmm. Um, so that's an, an interesting that's, aspect. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. Well, I, well, I will say, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a musician, like you said, but I feel like I have a very solid grasp on music. Right because on. Because music is, uh, has always been a very vital part of my life. Um, you know, I, I feel like music can invoke an emotion and it also can help cure an emotion like uh, just music has always been there and it's Absolutely. and it's uh, it's an art and it's beautiful and it's and it's something that is like everyone. It's different to everyone. Everyone yeah. sees music differently. So I will say that, you know, I, I hear that like musicians like they can't or 
people that are not musicians, it's like they don't really know what's good and bad. Um, okay, probably... that's, that's so, honestly, that was way too general. But so everything that you said, absolutely, 100%. Um, I guess what I mean to say is whenever music becomes like a chore, mm-hmm. then I guess it's yeah, like, like it's the not vibe. As, yeah. Like when you're like you're saying you're 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 probably playing something really well, but it's the feeling that you're putting out. Like yeah. people some most people don't feel that feeling. Yeah, like, like I'm there's just, something there's something above just the notes that you're playing. It's the, the feeling that you're pushing out. Yeah, like there's like this pattern basically that I've that I've memorized and I'm performing this pattern. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not there's not always um like there's yeah there's just not always emotion behind that performance um and i'm i've just i've become surprised how how not how just not everybody notices when when it's really just a pattern that like yeah. people people are often just impressed with that pattern um and i don't want to i don't want to submit a pattern to someone who's asked me to to create something for their artistry i want that to be i want it to come from a place of genuineness um, but yeah, that genuineness sure. is hard. It is often hard to, to evoke. And so yes. and I kind yeah. of feel like I understand what you're saying there. Uh, I mean, I'm probably going to be falling into the category of people who can't tell. Um, but I Definitely. feel as if, <laughs> wow, I feel, <laughs> I feel as if, if I'm at a performance or if I'm somewhere and I, I can see the person, I think, uh, all artists give off some sort of an energy when they're performing their music, you can tell if something is, you know, if they're in it, if they're not, um, but from the, like maybe like a recorded aspect, I may not be able to tell if like, okay, yeah, they definitely just got paid to make this. This isn't, this isn't their, this isn't yeah, their man. brand. This isn't their like, brand. I feel like I can always tell, like whenever you go to like a live music event and the musicians, like no, none of them are smiling. They're all just like trying to get through it. Like, I feel like that awkwardness comes out in the music. Oh, yeah. But whenever, sure. like, they're smiling and they're having fun and they're making mistakes and they don't mind, like, that's always such a better, such a better performance, like, such a better feeling for for the people that are taking it in. Like, it's like making food and you're, like, in a bad mood and you make your f- angry food and they say, that, like, <laughs> you're giving your anger to people. Yeah. Isn't it yeah. funny how energy transfers like that? I know. That's and so I, weird. In every way. That is so crazy. Yeah. So speaking about performances, um, you've had the opportunity to perform a few times now, right? In Tampa, yeah, a few more times, yeah. Okay, okay. Increasingly. And how, I've never been on the stage in front of, I don't know how many people you've performed in front of, but saying, like maybe performing a song that I've created, what is that energy like? How could you explain that to someone who's never done something like that? Well, so it's really scary. It's actually, it's if, unless like, like you get, when you do something over and over, like when you do something often, it becomes easier, mm-hmm. but like you do something like, let's do like you work out like every day for a week and then it gets easier. But if you work out like every four days, it's not going to get as easier or as mm-hmm. easy as fast. So it's kind of the same thing. Like when I, as like, as opposed to like me playing a cover show, that is like easy peasy. I can do that literally with my eyes closed but (laughs) like I can do that without thinking about it really like I just I do it and it's just basically just to make money but when I play a show that is my own material usually I'm not getting paid 
Uh, well, at least, at least not anywhere near as much as if I was just to go play in a restaurant somewhere. Um, I anticipate that people are going to be really listening. Cause like you play at like a bar or something and people are just there to like have their own time. And then you're just a part of the background. But when you're playing your original music, people are usually there at the at whatever venue you are to listen They're, to your songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more, there's a lot more pressure, I think. Um, but I just like so long as I'm, I've chosen songs to play that I really, that I still believe in. Like, cause there's some songs that you write that like time has gone by and you don't want to, you don't really feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like, maybe that like, like for me, I feel like I don't have that many upbeat songs. And sometimes like I'm playing someplace where the vibe is not, they're not really, I don't think these people are going to be into like listening to my like, hello, darkness, my old friend songs. <laughs> but so I have to, so I'll play like songs that I've written earlier that are more upbeat, but they don't shine as brightly through because I don't, they don't, they're not as relevant to me anymore. That's not, um, I've never considered that either about an artist to think about that. Maybe if they're performing their old music, that dude, that's that, actually the documentary Amy for, for Amy about Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, man that 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 was a huge part of, or that was like a huge, um, like they were trying to explain that avenue, or they they were like exploring that avenue of her mm-hmm. and how like her like downfall and how she was like she wanted to write a new album, but she wrote this album about her ex-boyfriend and then like all this time is passing, but they're like, you've how you've signed these contracts. You have to play these songs a hundred times like a month. Mm-hmm. And she did want to, and she got super depressed. But anyway. Hmm. Well, so I'm assuming you would also agree to like, you know, well, obviously words are powerful. I think we all agree with that, but through song, there's usually affirmations and feelings and things that now with the Amy Winehouse example, I, I have seen that. Yeah, you're right. The, the the moments and times and the feelings in those songs, I may not relate to them 100%, but to think that the artist is holding on to those emotions like every time they perform that song, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, once you do it, and then like, that's the thing too, man, is like once you, like to be like a huge, a huge like A-list artist, that takes, I feel like that takes like so much emotional strength. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't want to play the same. Like, I just, I play, I write a song and I play it like, I don't know, 15, 20 times. And then any more than that. And I'm like, God, I'm like real sick of playing this song. Like I need, I want to, I want to express something else now. But I mean, if I'm making money off of it, then that changes the game. <laughs> all about the bag. All about the bag. I'm telling you, I'm not in that, in that caliber of like decision making. So I don't really have to struggle with that. But, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. No, we will see. So, yeah. so uh, what's hmm, how can I word this? Okay, yeah. How about this? So, uh, out of all the places you performed at so far, what has been your best experience? What's the one place that you would keep performing at because it was so good? Um, there's this place called the Pink Piano in Lakeland, Florida. Whoa! Hey. Wow! Shout out! <laughs> shout, shout, out. shout out! They are. It used to be like a million other places. But right now, in the past, like, I think four or five years, it's been the Pink Piano. And it's, like, this very narrow, small, dimly lit, like, room with a big old baby grand piano, a bright pink baby grand piano in there. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, everybody, I just, like, it's the kind of place that, you know, everybody that's there every time. And 
like those people have heard me play the same songs a bunch of times, but they still come and listen. Like I know that Hmm. people, I just, I feel, I always feel support. I just feel like, like I'm not playing to strangers really, which is weird. Like, cause when I, usually when I play to strangers, it's, it's a lot more, it's a lot more, or it's less, uh, it's less nerve wracking than when I'm playing to like my family. Like I never want to sing to my family. I don't know what that's about. But yeah, what, what is, have we narrowed that down? Do you know what that, cause you figure out maybe why you feel that way? It's like your family and your friends have like all these attachments to you. Like they've got all of these emotional and, and like preconceived notions. Yeah. And all these memories of you and they've like attached their own, their own, uh, like neuroses and like just emotionality to all of these little things about you that you're not even aware of. So like just to watch like my mom watch me to watch my mom watch me singing it just makes me feel kind of queasy. I'm just like, "Ugh, mom, go away." <laughs> like, don't watch me, mom. I don't know, but she, you know, it's she she loves. It. But then she like and then I don't I don't know, but with strangers, they just like kind of take you for what it is. They like you, they don't like you, whatever. They ain't going to talk to you afterwards, so it's no worries. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, KP, have you heard of the the pink piano? Yeah, I was, was going to ask her where that's at. Okay, yeah, where is it? I've heard, oh, I've heard of it, but I don't know where it is. Have you heard of T.A. Slammers? Is, is it that... also in Lakeland? Yeah, it's right next to it. It's my favorite bar. It's another shout out. T.A. Is it? Uh, um, is it's it... like, it's on Florida. It's kind of in Dixieland. Um, it's right next oh, okay. to Union Hall, that new place. Like those, those three places are right in a row. Just like Slammers, Pink Piano, and Union Hall. Um, okay. And then there's like Concord Coffee next door oh, dude, she's downtown dude she's downtown yeah. it's like dixie it's not quite well downtown. it's like across the street but i know exactly, yeah, i know yeah, where yeah. you are it's basic it's basically is it by uh cobb and pin it's on the same you're in the same you're same in the right strip. place you're in the right place okay. yeah like where born and bred is at that kind of yeah strip? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, have yeah you, all that, all that s- side note for everyone listening uh born and bred is amazing have you been to born and bred Patty? yes <laughs> i did and I'm not impressed. I didn't like it that much. I was Whoa. like, why did we stand in line <laughs> for these crumbly, crumbly wow pastry? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. hear about that later. Same. Sorry. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. I respect Sorry. it though. I respect it. The I was coffee sh- was good. <laughs> over it's overhyped for sure. The, yeah, lines, the lines the lines dude. out the door is it's just not... like it's all about the line. Like people literally just wanna take a selfie. I'm standing in line. I'm waiting. Yeah. For... They love waiting <laughs> I love waiting. It's so worth the wait. So is for, it though? For everyone well, listening who's not from Central Florida, like Born and Bread is just this place in Lakeland that well, in my opinion, they make really, they make really good Baked goods, okay. It, that's it's just like for me. Apparently, they're just all right. Indie. I mean, it's very small. You know what's sad? They didn't use to let people in. Yes. Yeah, so you know what's sad is that um, they're like really like hip and like you know hipster, but they don't have any vegan options oh. in that place. Wait, which is crazy. I guess um. I never thought that pastries aren't vegan. Oh yeah, there's like egg yeah, and milk egg, and egg and milk. Yeah. Dude, you should. I mean, honestly, if you were to just to bring that up, I'm sure was, she would. Oh my! You know my we have a connection. Has. We can. Oh, she has already. Oh yeah, my wife. Okay. Has. She went there and they were like, "Oh yeah, we don't. Everything has egg and milk." And she was like, "What?" 
Like, <laughs> you know how you know how much of a big audience you're missing out on. Okay, because it's like, vegans, it's kind of like a niche thing, and what they're doing with their bakery is kind of a niche thing. Exactly, so they could they could join forces. But honestly, vegan food, I feel, is probably a lot more work and probably a little bit more expensive just because of soul you just need so many more ingredients to make to give it the the same texture as what you would get if it wasn't vegan probably false. so oh false false? Ooh, false false okay tell me the truth <laughs> <laughs> it's it's probably a lot easier honestly like me and my wife have been vegan for uh she's been vegan for like a year in a couple months and i've been vegan for a year and she cooks she cooks everything and i mean if you go from cook not cooking vegan to cooking vegan yeah i guess it is hard because you just got to figure out the substitutes yeah but once you figure out the the stuff the sub the substitutes it's really not and i've had i've had his wife's baked goods that are 100 percent vegan and they are fantastic Dude, everything I have it that's vegan is just as good as the real thing. I, I, there's been not that many experiences with vegan food that I was like, this is not for me. I mean, I, I eat vegan when it's, I mean, it's, and it's more available all the time. It's there's a lot of restaurants yeah, in do, Tampa coming up. Yeah, I do like the fact that especially in Tampa, there's a lot more vegan options, and there's like two, two or three strictly vegan restaurants there. We've been to one and it was extremely good. Yeah, man. There's one here in Seminole Heights that it, I I got like a Philly cheesesteak, completely mm-hmm. vegan, delicious. It tasted just like the I vegan. have to. I have to say that um, it takes a lot more skill, and this is kind of a hot take. Oh yeah, I see. You're, you're getting ready. It takes. I'm it takes you. a lot more skill to make a vegan dish taste sure. amazing. For sure. And I know, like, I have, and I not not just because of the ingredients are bad. I'm just saying, like, it's so much easier to cook non-vegan than it is to cook vegan, in my opinion. That's that's what I said. It's just like that's why this lady, she's like, I got this business. Throw some flour together. Throw some butter. Throw some eggs. We got a bunch of we got a bunch of buns. She's not like it's just like, <laughs> but she's trying to like it's like quantity, honestly, over quality. I would I would say at that point. But yeah, I feel like if it wasn't so as, funny. if it was if it wasn't as popular, I feel like they would be better. For KP, sure. you were on here slandering this woman, and I can possibly get her on this podcast. This is Wait crazy. A minute. Don't <laughs> tell. I've met I've met her a couple of times. The born and bred lady. Yeah. The, yes, the born, the born and, and bred lady. lady. Oh my goodness, that's the t- that's the episode title. Sorry, Patty. Is that um, this episode? Hey. That's even <laughs> hey, Patty. Yes. You need you need a you need a like get on it with these vegan options, bro. Dude, I do though. Like I, I mean, I don't. Okay. So today I had just like raw vegetables for lunch because number one, I'm not cook. I'm not a cook. I don't cook well. And I, I could, if I just tried to maybe, but that's probably not true because I haven't wanted to try because deep down I know I won't be good at it. So I love to eat raw vegetables because you just wash them you chop them you put them with some hummus and that's a full meal yeah so i feel that but don't ask me man to like make myself a lasagna a vegan lasagna (laughs) too much too much too soon yeah 
Okay, yeah, so I mean, it does it does take a lot of a lot more um, thought in what you're making to make that kind of stuff. You that's know? all it and is. The, that's the, the hard part is the is effort. Just longer, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just effort. It's not like, even it's not even longer. It's just the effort you put in. Right on. Like with I'm other so stuff, it's like lazy. with other stuff, it's like oh okay, let me just bam bam bam. I know. know, and that's the thing too. Is like our culture, like just in our culture, we love the conveniences. We love these pretty packaged meals. We we love ordering something and having it in five minutes delivered to. We yeah. don't even have to go out and get things anymore. So like, just cooking in general is a is a positive thing. Um, just yep. like an, an, and should ha- engage in an activity that is create. I mean, it's a creative activity. You're creating something. So yeah. to, it's like a step further, even creating something that that is like in alignment with your health and like the health of the planet it's it is a step further but it is a little more work uh and people in our culture love just simple they they, they don't like change if if you change anything it's every every change is no good to our culture for some reason i don't know why Yes, I don't know. I mean, gentrification is pretty cute. Everybody thinks that's pretty cute, and that's like, <laughs> wow. no, what is that? Whoa. Not that. No, whoa, whoa. I'm saying it's cute. I'm just saying like gentrification is a thing that is becoming more and more completely acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean that. Wait, I feel what like are you? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, not, pause. not, not that I'm saying, not that I'm for gentrification necessarily. I'm just saying that the the concept of it. What are you is, saying? I'm saying that people are open to change. Like, I love gentr- it. No, are you reading her no, sarcasm? What's the is, word oh, that you're saying? Gentrification. Oh, wait, gentrification. That is not the right word. Okay, yeah, you're right. What, what's the word I'm thinking? Well, I'm not sure, word? honestly. Sorry, wait, what's the word for like whenever there's a rundown neighborhood and then um, yeah, corporations the come word. in and, that, that's and buy the it word. out? It's gentrification. You got it. Gentr- is, that, is it gentrification? It is. Get corn and gentrification. To gentrify? It starts with the G. G-E-N-T-R-I-Fication. You need to Google this definition. I'm gonna follow. I got the dictionary app. Okay. Oh, you guys are hilarious. I thought you Bo- said gen- genderfication. No. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The buying the and renovation of houses and stories and did deteriorated urban neighborhoods by upper middle income families or individuals. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So yeah, so people like change when it's in their favor, I suppose. Uh, but people, whenever it comes to change, that's in in the favor of the greater good. But but they can't necessarily see how that's going to immediately favor them, as opposed to like favoring them in the long run. Then no, like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna want to exchange their car for a, like elect to like to change it to an electric car like that's not a people aren't going to be into that they're just going to want to go to the gas station yeah, and they want to buy my gas and they want to go to work they want to drive my 30 miles true. to work like no that's true the, the, it's american spot on it's american culture but yeah. the thing is the thing is that if <laughs> oh man if you give the, if you give the people the option like to not eat meat or eat meat you see you 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 will immediately see the results of you not eating meat to eating meat and sure, people just sure. choose, they just choose to ignore that. For so, sure. I mean, you were in You're your propaganda bag order. tonight. I respect it. I, have, I respect it. We got you, you know. started. I know. Dude, I feel that. I totally feel that. <laughs> okay. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, Patty. <laughs> so, um, we'll, we can, we'll, we can give you all the vegan information you, you, you would like. We got all of that. Just propaganda That's for days. Vegan with us. Episode. <laughs> um, so we're really quick though, because this is very important. I want, because I want people to know about your your latest album and the music and all that stuff. Oh, um, cool. Oh wait, wait. I want to ask you one question before you go on. Go ahead. Do you produce your music? 
I don't, dude. Um, and you know, I, I'm starting to think that it really, I'm starting to realize it really wouldn't be very hard. Um, there's, there's all kinds of, um, software right now where like you can basically master your own, like you record your own stuff and then mm-hmm. you, there's like separate software that you buy that you can master your own material and, and then, and then yeah. it's like 30 bucks to, to put, so I use like this, I use this website called DistroKid and they distribute all my music to like all the music platforms. It's 30 bucks forever. Like I paid them 30 bucks once and now I can continue to put my music out for the rest of, or maybe it's like 30 bucks every like, I don't know, 10 years or something. It's something, it's ridiculous. Hmm. But mm-hmm. like music distribution is not that hard. I guess it's, it's, it's the promotion side of it that, that people want to be done yeah, more professionally. Like that sure. is time consuming, man. Very. And I don't like you have to look at yourself all day, and you have to like, I don't know. It's a it's a whole. It's you like gotta an, sell yourself. Yeah, I know, and that's not. I don't think every artist is inclined to do that uh, for their own no. material. Um, like maybe if this was back before the internet, and um, like because back like back before the internet, back back before like live streaming, you could just you just go and you play your music out, and that's that's your promotion, and then someone comes along and. They say, let me, let me help you get heard by more people. And you don't, you don't, there was no, there's none of this. Let me, let me, I have to put something on my Instagram like every week to keep people engaged and remember that I'm somebody in the community who's active. Yeah. As opposed to being able to just go in the community and play music, which I mean, I can, but it's, I I guess it will take, honestly, I still don't, I still don't understand how, how to, how to gain more. Um, I want to say followers. followers. <laughs> not followers. Uh, yeah, gain to just clout? like gain more clout uh, is not my favorite nasty word. word. That's such a gross word. I really ruined such it. Um, just, just, I just want the opportunity to play more. That's all. I just want, yeah, yeah. but to do that, I have to be seen. Um, yep. And I don't know. I don't know what the best route to go is. TikTok. Ugh. He's actually not wrong. Like seriously, I know it's, it's, all it's sad. I I hate it. I hate it, and Do you I love still it? no, 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 no. The truth. I I love still, it. I, love <laughs> I have no idea why. Why do you hate it? Me? Yeah, it's because of the people on it. <laughs> it's just everything it's, I've seen is usually pre- it's usually pretty funny stuff. But uh, I have everything seen, I've seen is pretty cringe. I haven't really seen a lot of people. I that's what like I'm seeing it more for like the comedic value of things or like the like the like like sort of poppy candy crush kind of life. I haven't really yeah. seen a lot of people doing a lot doing that much artistic music yeah. with yeah. it. Well, I mean, now that now that TikTok is not the only place that does it, like we have Reels on Instagram now. Yeah, that is probably mm-hmm. I want to say just as popular because everyone that was already on Instagram is like, oh, now I don't have to go over to TikTok. Now I can just stay here. Um, but yeah, I'm talking about what? Yeah, reels? yeah. What are you talking about? What is that? Oh, you reels? haven't seen the reels? The reels. What's so r r e e l s l z. I'm sorry, reels on Instagram. It's their. It's the basically their it's version their of TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. So go open your Instagram right now and then press I'm like, the search button. Press the search press, button. Okay. And then like it's probably what the first thing you're gonna see is like a reel. Um well I it's in the bottom bar. Crap. Oh, it's on the bottom the... bar. It's right next to the search button. You mean what? I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about. 
Hold on. Do you not have Instagram on yes, your phone? Yes, dude. Yeah. The app. Come on. So when you <laughs> so wait when you hit the search button, the first thing like Bro, that major big square no, isn't real. So we got the home. We're, we're looking at the bottom here. All right, everyone. You we're, know, we're following let's along. Let's look at the bottom. Okay, I'm looking at the bottom. We got the home. We got okay. the the little house, and then we got the magnifying glass. Oh, okay, the home then, is the little house, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the so magnifying what's, glass. Yeah. What's next to the magnifying it's glass? The plus. A box with a plus, and that's where I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna post something. Right. What? That's no. the button I press when I'm going to post something. Okay. So you guys. Oh, wait. Have not so we haven't updated. updated. Come on now. Are you talking? You think we updated our phones? Really? Really? How uh, often do you have to like do do that? They just they just changed it so Man. and they also just made a they just all also updated so that all your Facebook messages and your Instagram messages are like this in the same place now. Yeah, I don't like that. Which is, dig that. It's kind of cap, but no, I'm not a fan. Mm. That's confusing for me. I like to know where I'm meeting people. I like to keep well, people in just, their mediums. <laughs> just update it, and now Reels has its own tab now. So. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to investigate investigate that later. Um, my phone's sure. probably gonna die eventually. Whoa! Do you have I a chart? Just, you have a chart? I do, but I mean, I I got because the iPhone is stingy bastards. I've got one port, <laughs> and it's either charging it or it's listening to listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's either okay. charging or listening. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> got you. Okay. Um, so look. Well, we're hey, hey, we're we're at we're at forty five. So let's just keep it rolling for like what another ten. Okay, minutes? I have eighteen percent. Okay. And that's 10 that. minutes. Right, you'll you'll, you'll 10 be minutes. good. You'll be good. Okay. So, okay. Be good. all right. So, let's talk about um, Arbitration Based. Yay. That is the album that is it's an album, right? Because you guys do albums, an, EPs, well, LPs. What, I, I don't a, know. You know what? It's a, it's an EP. It is an EP. And I, and I'm, I actually just realized that. Like, I was, I, I promoted it as a full length album, but it's not, man. It's not long enough to be a full length album. And that's really freaking messed up. Hmm. Stop canceling us up. Okay. So, <laughs> but no, it's an EP. It's a freaking What's EP. how take us through that process? What was it like creating this this body of work right here? So the songs featured on this uh are several years in the making. Some of them are more recent, some of them are like five, six years old. Um but I just like like I was saying before about the song like you write songs and then you want you just wanna like really get him out of your system so you can like feel you can like spend your spend your energy working on other things and so mm -hmm. i wanted to release this music so people could like so i just i want people to hear the, the songs that i write so this I, like what do you do you record it and then you, you you give it out so you don't have to play it and then the five people in the room like those are the only ones that are going to hear it yeah. um so i started i wanted it to be recorded professionally um, which is a bit quite expensive, man. So I started a Kickstarter and raised the money and I recorded it at this really great studio called the Vanguard Room in Lakeland. I love Lakeland. I can't wow. believe I love it so much. I know. I know. I don't Shout know. Out I don't know. Yeah. Um, Lakeland, is, Lakeland is the place to be. Man. It has so many good things in there. Uh, anyway, so it was there. Um, and I had several of my my good friends come and help me re uh, record the parts for it. Or just really, they added to it. Honestly, if it wasn't for the other my my fellow musicians, like it wouldn't be any it wouldn't be anything that it is now. Um, hmm. I'm actually really I'm really I'm a lot more proud of it because of all of the contributions 
that my friends have made to it. Yeah. Well, um, you it saying was just that me, it was when you were saying stop when you were saying that it was professionally produced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it no, shows. Yeah. Like when I was listening, I was like, oh, dang, this sounds like. Not saying that I thought that it was sounding like any different, but it was like, oh wow, this sounds. I mean, really too though. Official. Like, when I, when I was going into it, I thought I really was are just like. What? Sorry, are those the songs that are on Spotify right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I also noticed that they sound very good. I Thank was like, you. when when Cliff was telling me about you, I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna go listen to this. And then when I was listening, I was like, am I in the right place? Like, I don't. No, me what, too, though. Like when I thought when I went into it, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna record the songs that I wrote. I'm gonna play them. I'm gonna sing them. We don't need to do separate takes. We probably only could just do it in one take and we're going to get this baby banged out in like two days. But it was like a six month process. Oh, wow. Um, and they really, I mean, the the guy that produced it for me, his name is Bryce. And he, he just went ham, dude. I mean, he, Shout he out Bryce. gets paid for, to do this work. He went to college to do this work and he was, he was, I was just surprised how much Oof. he had to give, like how much he was willing to really to make it become so much bigger than than I even thought it was going to turn out. Producers are so underrated. Honestly, yeah. man, like he he made this thing. Like I like made the like I brought the material, but he like made it. It would not yeah. sound like that if he didn't if it wasn't in his hands, it would it would sound completely different. Like he pieced so much of it together, like really. Yeah. It's impressive. And so and so well, big ups because I actually I really enjoyed it. I listened to it for a couple of days now, just putting it on. I was like, okay, I really like this. It's, it sounds really well. Um, favorite two songs is "Tighter" and what's uh, track number eight, um, "Vayner." Yeah, that's with my friend Anna. Said she's my best friend. Hi, Annie. She's awesome, <laughs> but I love her. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. it's really it's nice and relaxing. It's very peaceful. So it's right it's on. A, it's a good album, or I'm sorry, not album, um, EP. EP. It's a good EP. It's a little oldie. No, thanks, man. I'm actually, I mean, I am. I'm super proud of it. Um, I don't think, I like the next situation, probably, I don't, I'm not looking for it to, to have that that amount of production, because it really was quite a, quite a lot. There's like a bunch of fake instruments in there that you can't even tell. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I can't even tell, and I was there when he was doing it. But it's probably it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot more production than I than I had anticipated that it was going to be. Um, and I felt like I kind of felt like sometimes it kind of took away from the folkiness of how the songs were written. But I mean, need that honestly, it's neither here nor there because it turned it turned out to be its own thing, which is mm-hmm. what what you ultimately want, anyways, for your music to grow and to evolve into yeah. something. For sure. For sure. And so, okay, Pat, I got one more question. One oh, yeah. more question. So, known partly, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's ex- ex- explain to me where where did the the, the Dude, stage name come from? Okay, I have to stand by this thing. I gotta stand by. I gotta stand firm because. And I'm saying that to myself because there's a part of me who that's like, Patty, everybody keeps asking you how to say your name. Everybody keeps asking you what's up with it. It's not as clever as you thought it was when you were like laying in bed at 3 a.m. staring at the ceiling trying to come up with something. Like that, that's, literally, that's literally it. I was just like, I don't want to be called my, I just don't want to be called my own name um, artistically because I'm, I really want to be able to play with a lot of other musicians and I'd rather it be... Um, 
I don't know, just under something more art. art. I'd rather it be called something more, that sounds a little bit more collective than just like it's me and some other people or or something. I, I'm not really sure exactly. I didn't really quite uh-huh. understand. I, feel, I, can, I can go with that though. I feel that. Yeah. But uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't so know. So what does I it mean? Just, it just, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it just anything. Like it's like if you think of, I mean, there's, there's no way to really know anything completely like there's always going to be facets or angles uh that you just will never see and so just that 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 notion um that you can know you can know many things you know you can know degrees of of everything but you can't really know anything completely so it's just kind of gotcha. that like something that is That's known cool. partly okay known partly i got I, 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 you got that you got that that's been okay. I've been I've it been wanting to ask you that for so long. It. Right on. Yeah, yeah, but that makes that makes a lot of sense. And so, okay, um, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. Um, you are now part of the responsibly irresponsible family. Uh, we usually have yeah. reoccurring guests who come on and chat about whatever the heck is going on. <laughs> um, I'm sure that all the knowledge that you just spewed out to everyone has been should be a little eye opening, something different, another perspective to see, especially from the uh, from the artist to the fan perspective. Um, uh, thank you guys so much. How often do you guys? Is this every other week? Are you guys? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> well, we're, do I have we're, to get on the app to listen? Well, I'll send you. I'll send you. I'll send you how to. I'll send you links. You'll be all right. Yeah, uh, because of your boy, we're on everything now. So. Dang. Yeah, the, the responsible. I'm the irresponsible one. Syndicated um, yes. worldwide. Exactly. So we we plan on posting usually every week, um, but you know, we life haven't. Happens. We haven't for the past month. Um, due due or to life. More. <laughs> I don't know. Just due. To I think life, it's been a month. Yeah, yeah it's been about sure. a month. Yeah. But, but we're gonna, no, we we plan to get back on the grind here. Right on. And so, so well, shout out to you because you're going to be kicking listen. it off for us for sure. And go Yay. ahead, and, go ahead, and shout out all your stuff, like the stuff that we don't know. I don't know, just shout your stuff out. Okay, the only thing in life that matters in my life, the only thing in my life that matters in my life right now, <laughs> is this show at the Orpheum in Tampa in Ybor City. It's the twenty eighth. It's ticketed and it's going to be, it's going to be kind of like this hodgepodge of, of genres. Uh, it's called the Tampa mini fest. It's put on by this, uh, it's put on by this, uh, like traveling book booking agency called, uh, bridging the music. And okay. it's honestly, it seems a little bit like they figured out a rhythm of to do like in this industry and they are foggy. They're, they're just pumping that rhythm, like for all it's worth. So it's a little bit, it seems a little bit thrown together to be honest, but man, I get to play the Orpheum. That's crazy. Never that's thought awesome. I would. Um, so okay, that's happening so on the 28th. Um, Tampa mini fest 28th. Yes. Okay. And other than that, um, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's like other things that, that are still tentative, but that's and as far as in Tampa, that's the only thing. Oh, there's like a sometimes I play at the Mermaid Tavern, and that's here in Seminole Heights. There's an event on November 12th that's happening here, um, or happening at the Mermaid Tavern that I'll be playing. Um, otherwise, I'm still like, like I moved here, I moved to Tampa, and I tried, I moved here from Lakeland to just be involved in a different community, but then I moved here, and then the pandemic happened. So now that it it's kind of I mean, honestly, I don't know what the heck is going on with it, but 
now that things are open again. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, things are at least like, open, so now I can yeah, kind of try. Like, go get your mask, go get your tickets, and go see Noah. Mm-hmm. Known. Sorry. Uh, it happens it every time. It happens all the time. Honestly, it happens it's all the so- time. It happens all the time. Known, known partly, <laughs> known partly, known partly. Yeah, bring your mask. Get it. Bring your masks. It's <laughs> well, it's a very big place, so there's plenty of room for social distancing. Awesome. And there's going to be lots of different kinds of music there. So awesome. Sounds very exciting. Cool. Sounds like you're very excited. I so. am. I'm terrified too, but I'm also excited. I'd be great. Uh, so I'll just go ahead and shout out your Instagram since you didn't. Um, her Instagram is at known parley. Surprise, N O A N P A R T L Y, known partly. And in your bio, you have a link tree to all your links, basically, to check mm-hmm. all her stuff out. So do that and go stream her music. Seriously, Yay. it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously, it's good. It's good. Really, no, guys, guys, no, it's good. Really, come on. Like, would I lie to yeah. you? Like, come on, guys, go spin it. <laughs> so, um, again, thank you so much for your time uh, hanging out with us. Welcome to the family. <laughs> Yay. Thank you, guys.